Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And welcome back. It's hour two of Fantasy Sports today. We've got some birthday wishes to give to someone here on this show. Also, a little bit later in this hour, fantasy football trust or bust and a preview of tonight's football game. Fantasy Sports Today, hour number two starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. And welcome back. This is our number two of fantasy sports today here on this Thursday, September 26, 2019. In case you missed Professor Joe Pizapia segment, that was in the first hour of the show. If you're listening on demand, just hit that little rewind button. Or if you're listening on the FNTSY app, we break it down for you hour by hour, segment by segment. And if you're listening on iTunes or Android, please make sure in your app store you give us five stars. Please like and subscribe to the show as well. Therefore, we can make a lot more money doing that a.k.a. zero. But anyway, do it for us because we like you. Uh, happy birthday to you, Joe. It is uh, it is a big one for you. Actually, last year was your real big one. I, and I know that you've seen the movie This is 40. I have. Right. So you would. So a lot of that, except for getting Matsui in your fantasy graph, <laughs> that's that's kind of what 40 feels like. I know. So when you're out there. You're a man of the world. You're a man of entertainment, of theater. Of, yeah. uh, of fencing i don't know if you're still doing that anymore no but, no I'm, I'm all in now I've, i'm getting too, I'm too old for that stuff i'll still fight you if you want no but, i'll, I'll uh, pass on you that know, you could choose sure. the weapons it'll be fun but yeah, um, i'll pass i'll pass yeah, well one. yes but uh you're, you're right this is this is 40 feels more like uh when you're 40 years old if you you feel more like Kazmatsui than hideki matsui oh good name there Kazmatsui. <laughs> yeah they moved they moved Kaz, they uh, moved jose reyes for Kazmatsui. yeah yeah i remember that it was great yeah <laughs> that didn't quite work out no no that's but i remember of, that opening day home run and everybody freaking out that's oh, right he was so really good, good. he's gonna yeah. be so good oh my god i can't believe how good he's gonna be craig oh my god it's gonna be amazing yeah, jose he, reyes. Was, he was a very yeah. nice person by the way but he was i'm not, sure he was not a very good a player lovely man. all right so joe uh let, let's let's throw some birthday wishes out for you and and again uh, before you blow out your candles joe is 41 years old so i'm a little oh. bit older than joe uh but and so of course that makes me more knowledgeable having four <laughs> But let, let's start off with uh, birthday wishes of which I I've, now, again, full transparency. I've seen this list. I've seen what Joe wants for his birthday. He made a list. I think that at least a couple of these we're going to be able to give him. But unfortunately, I do not think that we will be able to honor all of your wishes. But, Joe, what would you like for your birthday? Well, you know, I, I wasn't going to make 41 wishes. But when I blow out my candles today, Craig Fish, you know what I would love? I would love a couple of these things to come true. For, for and, and a is the top one your most important one? Because this is the only no, one the I think you have no chance. One. It's the only one That's, I think you have no, no chance. It's, it's the one that I want the most. It's the one that I know you are going to tease me about. I haven't even gotten out there. And there you have it. You already broke my balls oh, about it. Come on, man. Like, guys, what? something else. It's my birthday. Don't ruin my birthday. Oh, all it's right. all I want. I all just right. want this. All right. All right. So 
man, this is why I can't have nice things. Anyway, it was bad enough last year. I was like having a 40 year old cry. And I, I don't freak out about birthdays, but 40, I did have like a two week period leading up to it where I was, I had to like go, you know, take a bike ride into like up in the mountains of the woods area and like have some quiet Zen time. And then I got over it and I was fine. Now, it, now it doesn't matter. Now that I'm 40, okay. who cares? It's all. So anyway, uh, yes, this is my number one wish that Craig Mish is no going shot. to, uh, to yeah, ruin. I cannot give you this. Todd Gurley, I would love you to have a hundred yard game with two TDs, not one, but two. <laughs> wow. This is what I want. It. And if this happens, I am going to be the happiest boy on Monday when we do this show. Okay. I'm just putting that out there. I want, they have I a good to... matchup this week. You I know they do. This could happen. Yeah. No, I, you, you just what? said I it could happen. You just no, said no you know chance. I, I thought Craig it was Mish the year. Said... I thought you meant for the year, a hundred yards. There's no chance of that happening, but for this week, it could. Wait, a hundred no yards for the year. What do you mean? That's a, you mean a thousand yards for the year? No, no. What I was saying is, is that it's funny that, I don't think that Gurley ever will have a 100-yard game and a touchdown in any game this season, but he may have it this week. That's my Yogi Berra. <laughs> you, but he may do it this just, week, but man, he won't do it the backpedal. This is why you're never wrong, because you backpedal on everything. You cover see? your bases. I see what you do. Don't look at my records. I'm wrong on everything. <laughs> um, uh, my, my number two I, I, here. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen for you. You should have stopped I don't think it. it's going to happen. You should have stopped at one. I do, I do think this is a, a good week for you with Gurley. By the way, this is the this is the last chance you got for him this week, too. I'm aware. Why do you think I'm using this as my yeah. first wish? Okay, go ahead. This is it. If I get this one, the rest of them are all secondary. You may get this. I'm not I'm not totally against this one. I'll go further. I don't even want it. I need it. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I would be in on Gurley this week. I would. Yeah. All right. I would take the shot. It doesn't mean he's going to have a good year, but I, this is. A good I year. would. All right. The next thing I'm wishing for is David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs to have 20 carries each 20. They're not that far off from that kind of a, a, a workload. I think they have matchups where they certainly should get that kind of workload. And I would like to see that kind of workload because I think if they give them that kind of workload, only good things will happen for those guys. Uh, the next wish that I have I know this sounds weird because I'm not a Giants fan, but I would like Daniel Jones to get a W in his home debut. I don't know. You know, the Giants are, uh, I always found them living in New Jersey most of my life in the New York area, being from Brooklyn and, you know, dealing with a lot of Jet fans for the most part. But I've dealt with a ton of Giants fans ever since I was a kid moved to Jersey. The Giants are a great fan base and they are a class organization. They always have been for a very long time. And then there was some weird stuff over the last decade that got a little wackadoo. But I would love to see Daniel Jones and that building have a big moment because I feel like since they've gotten to that building, it's kind of been, uh, I don't know, not a great run for them. And I think that place is going to be rocking. What do you think? I think Sunday that place is going to be hot. And I can't wait to be up there doing the show on Sunday because I think you're going to see everybody walking in to that Meadowlands Arena just ready to go and excited to see Daniel Jones, Craig. Yeah, I, I um, let me double check and see to make sure that I don't make a mistake. Um, yes, I would absolutely take the Redskins in this game plus the points. Sorry. <laughs> No, I, 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 I did not envision the Giants being favorites in any game this year. And so uh, I don't oh, I know think their defense that, is crap. I get that. I don't think that one team is so much better than the other. And so therefore I would take the points. And, and I'll hope for you, by the way, the Giants win by one. How about well, that? look, it's only it's and it's funny because I think this is one of the few winnable games they are going to have at home without Saquon Barkley. So this is it. Like, this is your chance for a feel good story. And I would like the feel good story. OK. Uh, also, speaking of feel good stories, I would like Kyle Allen and Gardner Minshew to go win on the road this week because yeah. I like a good story. And I think that would be great. I also like a bad story. I also have a very dark, dark, sinister sense of humor. So I'd love to see the Browns lose this week and go one and three. Oh, not because of the Browns fans, just because of the Browns ego. The Browns ego before they've won a damn thing was so off the charts. And I love players with swagger, but I like my players with swagger when they've won. Not when they have, uh, you know, finished seven and nine or whatever they were, you know, seven, nine yeah. and one last year. You go have a winning record before you tell me you're the best quarterback in yeah. the league. My bold prediction, bold prediction. Mm -hmm. 
Browns win this week in Baltimore. So you're just like contrarian everywhere with me. You just want to ruin my birthday. No, no, I girly, girly, I got you here so far. Here, let's, let's, let's got me. You were giving me crap before it started. Yeah, girly. girly for the, I forgot it was Tampa Bay. Girly, yeah. I think there's a chance. Montgomery and Jacobs, you may split that one. I don't know that both will get 20, but you'll get one. Daniel Jones could certainly win in his home debut. Uh, Allen and Minshew win on the road. I think you'll probably get one of the two here. Browns obviously should lose. It's a bold prediction, which means it probably won't happen. But I'm going to step out and say that the Browns show up this week against Baltimore. Baltimore has not been that impressive. No, they're not their defense. Yeah. I told you what I keep telling you. That's not the old Ravens defense. All right. Next one. Uh, I'd like the Dolphins to score a touchdown just because I feel like if, if I'm we'll going to be a one. terrible yeah. SOB, I might as well to the Browns. I might as well be nice to the Dolphins. We'll and the last one there. is yeah. I want the Steelers to get on the board with a W and I want them to begin the process of going six and 10, because that is the perfect place to end up where you just keep spinning your wheels as an organization. And as a Patriots fan, who's heard a lot of chirping from the Steelers the last couple of years, this would make me happy. So those are the things I'd want for my birthday. Those are my wishes, Craig. Yeah, I think you'll get a lot of these, by the way, the Steelers, you're right. Uh, I don't know. You didn't mention it here, but they don't even have their first round pick. So yeah, like that's, mm. that's, you know, oh, they go, oh, they don't. Oh, oh, oh that's right. 12 and then not get that. That's, oh, mm, that's and they're right. not going any, they're not going anywhere. I don't, I don't nope. get this one at all, but maybe Pittsburgh should get Melvin Gordon. That would be a bad idea for them. That, you know what? That wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, well, hilarious though when you think about it with the Le'Veon Bell drama turn around next year you're like ah screw it let's go get Melvin Gordon that's yeah, that's, paper yeah you know what that's fair I, they're not going to do that you know, I got to I gotta walk that back I don't know they right. went and got Minka Fitzpatrick <laughs> yeah strange what they're doing it is a little strange alright speaking of strange fantasy football trust or bust is next don't go away As the Astros or Yankees, I would fear a hot Oakland team or a hot Tampa team more than a Twins team that had it all wrapped up. Give Houston, okay, congratulations. Good luck beating those two teams there. I mean, Oakland's already Uh, smacked you here over the last month, and Tampa Bay is afraid of absolutely nobody. You enjoyed that whirlwind hurricane that's coming your way. Weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, channel 719. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call NOW. 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. 
If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800 961 961 Do you trust me? Trust. Do you trust me? Or bust. You are so busted. And welcome back. This is Fantasy Football Discussion 24-7 right here on FNTSY. Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia on Fantasy Sports Today. Full-time fantasy, by the way, coming up at the top of the hour. 2 o'clock Eastern with Adam Ronis and Dr. Roto as they get you ready for Thursday Night Football. We'll have some fun player props coming up in just a little bit as well. And, of course, I'll be back on the show tomorrow. Brad Ziegler will be with me as well as Jamie Eisenberg from CBS Sports. All right, so let's dive in. We did some trust or bust yesterday. We'll do some trust or bust today. I put together a mix of different players here that I think have some upside but some downside as well. We may or may not have talked about them throughout the week. Uh, let's start off with Jarvis Landry of the Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens this week. Joe, fantasy football trust or bust? Let's let's give Landry like a 10 to 15 point outcome here. Uh, is he able to accomplish that trust or bust this week? No, 15 points for Jarvis Landry. Where where are we? Is that possible? I, mean, I haven't seen that yet. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to say bust uh, until I see it. I, I just can't buy into it, unfortunately. And it sucks because. He's a guy that I would be sitting right now. I hope that he has a good game because I've got a fair amount of Jarvis Landry shares sitting on benches right now that I drafted as like a, you know, low end wide receiver three or wide receiver four that I played matchups with, or I thought maybe early on, I was like, well, Landry's got a better matchup. I'm going to throw this guy in instead of MVS or this guy. Nope. Nope. Hasn't worked. Hasn't worked at all. And so far until they get him integrated into the offense, I am not sold on it. So I think it's an absolute bust. Now I don't like the Ravens defense. Uh, we just talked about in the last segment, Ravens defense has lost a ton of personnel. It is not your mother's or your father's or anybody's, your brother's Ravens defense anymore. But Jarvis Landry's usage in this offense is troubling, concerning, and perplexing because when you bring in Odell Beckham, that should automatically open up the middle of the field for a guy like Jarvis Landry. And for some reason, Baker Mayfield just refuses to throw him the football. I don't know why he's been open. He just doesn't care. And now Njoku's out, too. Even more of a reason for him to be out there over the middle. Do you trust him? Because I sure don't. Mm, 10 points, I could see. 15 seems a little high, so I'm right on the borderline there. But I do think that this is like a get-it-together week for the Browns. I do. I think their backs are If it's the not, wall. what happens? Oh, if it's not, it's over. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah like what's, good, what's that press conference like? Ooh. Oh, no. This is, this, is, this is it's pretty much their season on the line here. Because if they lose and lose to Baltimore, that puts Baltimore three games up on them. All right, uh, Joe Mixon uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals has, you would think, a better matchup coming up on Monday night against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he's just been simply touchdown dependent and garbage time dependent at this point. He is not, it doesn't seem like Joey's returning the value on where he was supposed to at the beginning of the year, but it's his fault. It's the Bengals. They're in Pittsburgh Monday night, fantasy football truster bust, Joe Mixon. You know, the problem is you can't take him out. So I say trust, but with a very with a lowercase D. And I don't think he's healthy. 
I, I'm, I think we're in this mixing cycle right now where he's not healthy. A couple weeks ago, he was dealing with an injury, and I think he's playing through it, and I think that's why the numbers aren't good now. I don't know if he's healthy now, but I do know that the Steelers are not very good. And this is a big, this is another team where this is your season, basically. You're at home, Mason Rudolph at home for the first time starting. Look, man, it's, I think you have no choice. I don't trust him with a capital T to be really good, but what are the options you're going to have on your bench that are going to yeah. be better than the upside of Joe Mixon? And I don't see that happening. So this is the, what happens when you have players you draft in the first two, three rounds of a draft. You can't sit them. You just have to eat it or you have to make a trade and cut your losses. One of the two. So I say lowercase T trust. What say you, Greg? Uh, man, I will say trust just because of the volume. That's it. And I could see 40 yards and a touchdown, which is fair enough for a, you know, an RB2 or flex, but I'm just not feeling good about Mixon moving forward at all. And he had such a good year last year, too. Maybe Green coming back will help him a little bit. The offense will open up, but they not good against Buffalo, and Buffalo pretty much shut things down, and that's when Cincinnati came back and covered that game. So I'll say trust there, uh, but not on Landry. Uh, now, this is really an intriguing one for me. Jared Goff against Tampa Bay. It's a dream matchup, Joe, for Goff. He is at home where he usually plays better, but I have now seen, going back to the Super Bowl, him play in four games. And I think that it's it's so rare to see a, a quarterback go in the opposite direction. But he certainly seems to be. He's like barely a back-end quarterback one at this point. And dare I say, he's becoming more of a game manager. This is a great matchup, though. Tampa Bay's not playing defense against the Rams. But will he be the one throwing? Or will it be Gurley or Brown or someone else running? Fantasy football trust or bust this week on Jared Goff versus Tampa Bay. Look, I, I think this has to be trust, and you want to talk about get-right games, this is the one. you got to get right against Tampa, and the fact that he's at home makes you feel even better. Now, I'll tell you what, if this ended up being one of these shootout games that the Rams were in last year, like they were against New Orleans, like they were against, I think it was Minnesota last year, I feel like it's going to be one of those kind of contests, which is even better for Goff's fantasy line. You do trust him. I know it hasn't been good. Sometimes there's a hangover for teams that lose the Super Bowl, and it's something that it's well documented. You can go back and look. I mean, look at the Carolina Panthers the next year after that 15-1 year, and then they lost. Look at uh, the Peyton Manning uh, Broncos the year after they got their doors blown off by the Seattle Seahawks. There's sometimes a little bit of a letdown and a weird stigma around that. Um, I think they'll shake that off because of the kind of coach McVay is, but this is the game where you shake it off. And part of it, let me say something. Part of Goff's prolific fantasy stats have been about Todd Gurley. So if Gurley's not right, or if you haven't given him the opportunity to get right in terms of carries, it's on you now. Like this is it. Like now we've, we've babied him a month into the season. Almost it's time to take the training wheels off. Let's see what Todd Gurley is or isn't at this point in his career, because that's going to tell us what Jared Goff's going to be the rest of the season. So this is a huge game for both of them, but I'm going to say trust. All right, let's move on to the tight end position. Eric Ebron of the Colts was a gem with Andrew Luck last year. So far, the results have been not as nearly as favorable as they have been with uh, Jacoby Brissett, although he did catch a touchdown in week one in the back of the end zone, if I'm not mistaken, and fumbled it a little bit and didn't uh, and had a touchdown overturn. So he is still getting red zone targets, Joe, but the production has not been the same. Will that change this week against the Raiders? Eric Ebron, who is really not been startable thus far fantasy football trust or bust uh, this is a tough one because you also have to wait to the count ty hilton probably won't play in this game either and where are we no funches no hilton paris campbell Dion kane has taken the most snaps so he's the most likely guy to kind of feed off of the injury 
that we saw for T.Y. Hilton dealing with that quad. And it would be stupid. It would be horrendously short-sighted to push T.Y. Hilton against the Raiders when you have them at home. You can win this football game, I think, without T.Y. Hilton this week. And I think that means that Eric Ebron is a low-end, tight-end that you can probably run him out there. I Look, he's only got to fall in the end zone. If he can catch a ball for a touchdown, that's it. So I'm going to say, again, lowercase t, trust. But it's more based on the fact that so many other weapons are now gone that it just makes sense that they have a couple of plays designed like they did a couple of weeks ago for him around the goal line to get him acclimated and integrated into this offense more. You think eight points for Ebron's realistic this week? Uh, eight points would be good if, I mean, look... <sighs> That's why the touchdown is so important, right? Because that eight jumps right away to 14 and then you have a yeah. really good day. So it's all about the touchdown for him. It's a touchdown. It's a win. It's, it's no touchdown. It's a lost week. That's it. That's, that's all right. It, there's no other way around it. All right. Finally, David Johnson versus the Seahawks, who were pretty much forced to, as you've talked about with some other players, forced to start. There's really no choice in the matter. But do you trust him this week against Seattle? No, I don't. I don't trust him. I want him to be good. This is the game where I'm fascinated what you think about this, Craig. I feel like this is the game that could have a ton of offense and nobody's talking about it. Do you get that feeling? Yeah, no, for sure. I think like I, this could be I, a 60-point game. Between it could, two. yeah. There's no defense involved in both. Yeah, with both. Yeah. But you would think that that would lead to Johnson at least getting one. You would think so. My concern is, again, this Tyler Murray thing and, and how they're going to run this offense and how he runs around. And I feel like that they've they've used him almost as a failsafe of, hey, we can drop him back or we can start him with a shotgun. And then we're in a spot where if he decides to run, that's the same as David Johnson running. <laughs> you know, it's like they almost have like a it was almost like running the option, but on the NFL in a different kind of way because of his speed and athleticism. So I don't trust David Johnson, yet I trust the total. I know it sounds bizarre. I just feel like it's going to be a, another heavy dose of Kirk and Fitzgerald and those guys. And you have no choice. You have to run him out yeah. there. But this is why I dealt him for carry on and Frank Gore. I just couldn't. I don't have a good feeling about him the rest of the year. I hope I'm wrong. We'll see if I'm wrong. How do you feel? Do you trust him? Uh, I think you have no choice but to. But, uh, you know, yards per carry is really bad right now for him. And that that's the concerning number for me. All right. What we'll do is we'll take a brief timeout when we come back. More fantasy discussion. Also a preview of tonight's football game. Don't go away. Former Oklahoma Sooners head football coach, Bob Stoops. Why did you decide to get involved with the XFL? I believe in the leadership and their vision to play great, exciting, fun football that people are used to watching. And uh, I believe there's a market for it with players that are just on the outside edge of their NFL that the last five, ten players cut from every team. Those are a lot of good football players. Great TV contracts. And I had the time. Watch live weekdays 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV, channel 719. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com for free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. And welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Pizzapia with you here on the show. If you missed our interview with John Lobb earlier in the program talking some college football, make sure you go back and check it out on demand and we can talk a little bit more about that um interesting story before we get into some other things in uh, around sports around fantasy uh jalen ramsey joe what, what an interesting story like not getting nearly as much of the pub that antonio brown did but let's, and again not an entirely similar situation but if antonio brown's lunacy was on a scale of one to ten which was a 50 like this is like a six or seven it's pretty crazy like he wants a trade they don't want to trade him he's missing practice uh, fortunately for him, he doesn't have to play this week because uh, his, his, uh, he's having a baby, which is obviously fantastic news for him. So that's great. But it's kind of strange. Like this is playing out in an at least somewhat similar way to Brown. Like he's, he's literally trying to force his way out. But meanwhile, the quarterback that they have there seems to be playing pretty well. Jacksonville may not be a bad team after all. I, I, Jalen Ramsey ain't going anywhere. I'll I'll keep saying if he ever gets traded from this team, I will be shocked. And then I'll think of that as the end of the Jaguars. This is a terrible move to deal him. And it's funny to me, too, because why is it that professional sports, especially football, seems to be the only thing like you want to do you want to be there for the birth of your kid? Like these guys get crap for that. Meanwhile, if if your wife was giving birth or when I was married, I mean, I'm I'm going to be there when my kid's being born. It's my kid. My kid's going to be there forever. Football's not. That's a huge moment in your life. And I think it's funny because they're like, well, why do you have to be there? What are you like? You know, so kind of pansy. Like 
it's hilarious to me that it's 2019 and you still hear some of that mentality. Just because you're a football player doesn't mean you shouldn't be there when your kid's born. But yeah, is he using it a little bit of an extension a couple of days around it to not practice or be around the team? Yeah, he is because he's being a bit of a jerk. But look, I mean, do you really think that they're going to choose to move him over moving Doug Marone at the end of the season? I know you're still on that, but we're so far away from that, man. Like, I mean, what if Jacksonville could win 10 games? No problem. We'd, I, they could lose 10 games. No. Okay, problem. here's a question. If Minshew goes in there and they win without Ramsey in Denver, you think Ramsey kind of is like, all right, I'm just going to shut up and play and, and, and get to it. He should. I can't say that he will or not, though. I don't know this guy. I don't, I don't either. I'm just asking. I mean, that's what that's, that's what he should do. He should. That's what he should do if Minshew shows again that he looks good. Yeah, I mean there there could be a future there with that quarterback. I don't I don't think there will be. I can't. He this guy has played so much better than I thought. But yeah, I would I would say that he should take a look at it. Also, um, at least from things that I've read, it looks like the Jaguars are still very much willing willing to uh, be moving him after the season where they wouldn't take a massive cap hit like they would now. And so that well, that's is, the problem. Like, I think they, I think they have to go to him and say, look, you know, this is, it's not business move in any way to deal him during the season right now. Not in any way, not for your own organization, if from a financial standpoint, from a talent standpoint. Also, if you do go South, why not just make Jalen Ramsey happy and just bring in a new head coach and, and move on because Doug Marone well, has gone South the, for a while. You hate Doug Marone, man. I'm not imp- Why well, you're super impressed with all of his play, uh, all the, uh, what they've done since the AFC championship game two years ago. Cause I my, have my, my answer for you would be this. Let's say hypothetically, <laughs> let's, let, let's say hypothetically you're right. And Doug Marone, okay. who are you bringing in, man? Who, who's better than Doug Marone? I don't know. I mean, Mike Doug Tom Marone is available. Doug Marone has been in two different places and one at two different places. How many Mike, Tom, Mike Tomlin might be available. You think Mike Tomlin's a great head coach? No, but I think he's a better head coach than Doug Marone. He's one in two terrible spots, Buffalo and new England. I'm sorry, Buffalo and um, Jacksonville. The winning in New England is not something he can do. <laughs> he's 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 taken two franchises to winning seasons that you would never expect. I I think the guys he a good had coach. an extraordinary defense that maybe that was him. Ago. Maybe he helped with that. Why why wouldn't we give him credit for that? Why not? Why because last year I don't think they played very well in defense. They had the they worst quarterback the ever in the history of football last year. I understand, but also on top of that, you know, there's a certain point where some of it has to do with coaching, some of it has to do with teams, and some of it has to do with who's your OC and why aren't you moving the football? And if you have Leonard Fournette and you have all these running, like it, Leonard, what Fournette, is the identity? Never on the field. He's been on the field this year. Yeah, three games. Congrats. How's that going? No, he's. I. I just. I think that. It's easy to say fire the guy. It's harder to find the guy to replace him. And that guy, and Marone has won. He's won in Jacksonville, which is like Del Rio and Cawthorn are the only ones to even come close there. The easiest play call in the world in that AFC championship game, similar to Pete Carroll in the Super Bowl, you passed on it. I don't understand how you, I don't understand how that's your job. Your job is those moments. And I think when you fail in those moments with simple play calling of just expiring the clock on your opponent, and you and it's I don't know why it was Bill Belichick gets in the guys' heads. I don't know what it is, but it's amazing to watch time and time again these coaches get in these spots where all they have to and it happened to Atlanta too. Let's not forget. I, I, I was going to mention. I was just going to mention Quinn also. Do you think Quinn right, is a better so, head coach than Marone? What I'm saying is I think they're all in that same boat. Why is it that these? But guys who is a good coach? Trained, but these trained Bill Belichick. 
is a good head well, coach. Thank you. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. There you go. There's a good one. But, Again, but seriously, it's very what is hard it about to Belichick? find good coaches. But what is it about these head coaches who have lived their lives in football, have played football, coach football, every level? They understand the ins and outs of the game. They've gotten to all this point. What is it about these coaches? We just get in the biggest spots against Bill Belichick when they have him on the ropes. They can't make the simple play call. And and you can blame it on the coordinators all you want. You're the head coach. It, you should be the one overriding anything at that moment. We're at the goal line in the Super Bowl. Marshawn Lynch is running rampant. you got 30 seconds left. You let Marshawn Lynch run the damn football in. Like, I don't understand what the mentality is where you just all of a sudden let – you're just like, eh, no, I'm going to let the offensive coordinator make this call here. No, it's your job. It's your butt on the line at the end of the day. Now, Carroll's been lucky he's kept his job. Quinn's been lucky he's kept his job. But Quinn might be out after this year too if the Falcons keep playing this way. Yeah, so Bill Belichick, we agree, is a good coach, right? Who else do you think is a good football a good football coach in the NFL? Right. right so now? what I what I'm trying to say is is this exercise is to prove to you that Doug Marone is good. So Bill Belichick is a good coach. Sean McVay is obviously a very good coach. Very good coach. Frank Reich is obviously a very good coach. Terrific head coach. Yeah. A very underrated head coach. And I thought they did so much better ending up with him than they did Josh McDaniels. Okay, so that's three. We would agree Peterson on the Philly is a good coach. That's uh no, we won't agree on that. No, okay. no, I'm not a Peterson guy. Sorry. Okay. okay. I think Andy Reid's a good football coach, but okay, he's yeah. another one that fails in the big spots. Right. So what I'm saying is we cannot even get through seven dudes. <laughs> like we cannot even find seven guys and you want to fire Marone. That's the point. Like if there's just there there aren't a lot of options out there. And do you think Ron Rivera is a good football coach? I do. Maybe maybe at one point he was, but it looks, it looks I think like he is. things have slipped by him a little bit. I think he's a good football coach. And I'll tell you what, I think Mike Vrabel is going to become a very good football coach. Maybe. I, I said Maybe. become. I said become. I think he's got that opportunity. I think I think he's got all the makeup that you need. Doug Marone's in the top ten, man. Ugh, in the top ten. You're uh, probably right, but I hate life. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's just there's I mean, uh Kingsbury, would you put him in there? Matt Patricia. No, no way would you put him in there. This guy on Cleveland. No, but I'll tell you what. Name. Let me tell you something. If Detroit keeps Oh, Harbaugh like in Baltimore's this, good. He's good. Harbaugh's terrific head coach. Harbaugh's yeah, we, yes, we neglected to mention him. He's a terrific head coach. But I'll tell yeah, you what. Really I, I had mixed feelings about what Patricia was going to be. And last year, I know there's a lot of revolt. People didn't like him. Maybe they didn't like him because he had expectations for them to uh, give effort. And this year, I think the one thing you can say about the Lions, regardless of record, is effort. The effort level on that team has been outstanding. And guess what? It's funny. You give the effort, you scratch out a couple W's. All of a sudden, it changes the two. Now, I don't think they're going to beat Kansas City, but wouldn't that be a story? <laughs> they're going 4-11 and Four level one. I don't know, man. We've already got a couple wins. Only two oh, more wins the rest of the year. Fade, just fade the rest of the way. Uh, uh, anybody you pick up off the waiver wire this week worth mentioning in any of your leagues? Did you grab um, it? I, I feel like that's not an exercise enough. Like uh, Deontay Johnson, I picked up just to speculate to see what's going on with him, but uh, this was not a heavy okay. week for me, so I had a lot of bench guys, so I didn't have to stream too much. Um, I have to see if I got Gallum in a couple leagues. I haven't, I haven't looked uh, this morning, so yeah, I didn't. I did not get Gallum anywhere. Yeah, I have to look and see if I picked did him you up. Pick up Elijah Penny anywhere or no? No, because I just didn't. You know, that's one of those. That's like a sixteen-team kind of thing, like the fifteen, sixteen teams. Like I don't think in a twelve-team league you can really do that unless you're just wretched. At running back, and if so, he ain't gonna help you. But it's a it's a decent dollar speculation if you're just in one of the deeper leagues. Saw the, say, hey, the maybe a, after we got off the air, a Jai story popped out again about him maybe signing with the Giants. Doesn't that always happen though? Like who who's the running back that retired? Oh, it's this guy. Oh wait, he's still not very good. Barry oh, Sanders. Right. 
Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders was great. I think I drafted Barry Sanders three years in a row after he retired. <laughs> I bet Barry Sanders could still go and get a first down. If you he heard Lynch one. signing with Seattle, right? I told you. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming next. Uh, okay, one quick uh, baseball story I want to get to here. Uh, Rob Manfred said yesterday that they are going to take a deeper look at the baseballs for 2020, which which this is a nightmare for what we do, Joe. Like this is this is the big unknown because if the baseballs are altered back to the way they used to be, the Pete Alonso 50s and Eugenio Suarez 50s are going to be gone next year. They're going to go back to being 30s again. So this is a we got to really stay on top of this story to do any kind of projections. If the balls are different, that makes the whole outcome of the season different next year. It could be, but it doesn't make power less important. And I will still say, no matter what the baseball is, it's the pitching. The pitching is so watered down. There's so much middling middle relief pitching. There's so much uh, injury attrition at the pitching position that you're getting kids up there who really aren't ready to be up there in certain spots where they can do whatever they want to to the baseballs. I'm not going to overreact the other way. That that okay. mock we did a couple weeks ago, you saw how I went. Power, 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 power. That's it. I just want all the power there is because you have to keep up with the Joneses. Otherwise, you're going to be grossly behind. You cannot catch up in power. You can catch up in stolen bases on the waiver wire. You can catch up on saves. You cannot catch up on power. I'm sorry. You're not going to pluck a guy off the waiver wire and hit 40 bombs for you. That never happens. Never. Jorge Soler, is a. if that happened for you, good for you. That's not something you can rely on every year. And I'll tell you what. Do you want it to go? Do you want home runs to stop in baseball? Because I sure don't. Mm, I think it is a little too nuts. I think I think this year was a little too over the top. Like I to miss steroid baseball. Yeah. I'd like to see a ten percent cut off for that. I, I do I do appreciate yeah, yeah, shorter yeah. games. And, and again, it's different shorter games. For me, I cover the games. I don't want to be there for five hours. That's part of it. All right, uh, coming up next, we will dive into some player props for tonight's game in the NFL. Eagles and Packers. Eat Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. 
Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. All right, we're closing out here on the second hour of the show. Fantasy Sports Today. We can't leave without going through some of the player props on Thursday. And, man, it has been dreadful the last couple of Thursday nights. There's really been nothing to get excited about. And I have a feeling tonight is the night. I have a feeling that some points will be scored and let's kind of go through it here, Joe, for a minute. Let's start with the game, the side, and the total, and then we'll get into the players here. Uh, Packers, this line has moved up four, four and a half, five, four and a half, four. It's going back and forth here, but it's pretty clear it's somewhere between four and five, and, and we should have a distinction on it, but it looks like it's right in the middle in terms of the number here. Usually you're, you're seeing some fours and some fives, which means money's coming in on both sides. That's, that's a good sign. Hopefully it'll be an exciting game. Right now I see four and a half. And the total, Joe, opened up at about 48, went down to 45, went back up to like 46, and now it's sitting at 45 and a half. So let, let's, uh, let's start with that first. I don't really have a strong feeling on the side here, Joe, but I am going to play into that narrative, which is very rare for me because I think a lot of unders come in more than overs. But I think I am on a Thursday night going to go with the over here tonight, over 45 and a half. Yeah, I actually tend to agree with you there. I think the Packers statements about trying to be a little bit more aggressive in the passing game, maybe take the reins off a little bit. It's the perfect week to do it because the Eagles are in town. So Devontae Adams owners, stop crying. Everything will be fine. They're going to be a matchup problem for those safeties and for those uh, corners for sure. So um, I do think this is one that goes over too. And I actually think the the Packers win this one pretty handily. The defense played very well. Um, I think any kind of late, comeback that you could see Carson Wentz try to put together, I think will get squashed. So the four doesn't bother me either. Like I actually think, I think they win this game. This is like a, I don't know, like a 30 to 24 kind of a game or something like that. I think this is more like a six than a four for me. Okay. Yeah. The four and a half is about right. Yeah. I'm going to pass on the, uh, the side here and, and home teams have been phenomenal on Thursday night. Yeah. And that's kind of my issue here is I don't love the Packers, but I, but I, I do recognize how good home teams have been. So uh, I'm going to hope for some points. Maybe that's me more hoping than predicting, but we'll see. All right, let's go to some of the player props on this Thursday night and some high ones for the passers, some low ones for the rushers, some mid-sized ones for the receivers. We'll start off with Carson Wentz. 
His total amount of passing yards tonight, Joe, on the FanDuel Sportsbook is 262.5. And so uh, which, yeah. which way you want to go, over or under? Again, always the right number. Uh, so far this year, Carson Wentz in the game log, he's gone for 313, 231, and 259. So basically, they're just giving you the average here for the most part. Yeah, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna go with the over because of Doug Peterson's relentless nature to destroy running backs that people want to play in fantasy. So I'm going to go with the over here in this one, but it's still going to be a loss anyway. And um, I think also part of that is because I do think they will be behind in this game and kind of have to push that envelope a little bit so i will take the over i'll take the over as well uh aaron Rodgers 271 and a half and he really hasn't looked like he could be this kind of quarterback yet but is this the game tonight that he busts out well this is a fascinating one right <laughs> this is the one where you know so far if you look at his game log uh it's 203 209 235 so that is a vast and, difference and by of- the way 80 percent of those all in the first half <laughs> Ding, like ding, really, ding. like got, no you're second right. half yards at all. You're so, absolutely right. So, so we're going to be watching this game, Joe, and he's going to have 170 and a half. And then the, we're just not going to know what's going to happen what, in the second half. You know what the most important two numbers in this game are for the Packers? Three and O. Oh. So what they're doing is working. They will be more aggressive, but they don't have to be super aggressive as things go on. They're picking their spots. They will be a little bit more aggressive and they will absolutely, I think, get Devontae Adams back into fancy relevance, but 271, uh-uh. I'll take the under here on this one. As bad as the Eagles are, I just don't think this is who the Packers want to be. And they're winning games. So why would you why would you get away from a game plan that's winning games? I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is happy. I don't care about the stat line. I care about winning games about Matt LaFleur and keeping a job. I think for the game to go over the total, Rodgers is going to have to throw for more yards than this. And so I'm going to have to that that script is going to have to play out the way that I'm predicting. And um if there are 50 points scored in the game, that's that's a lot, you know. So I, I think there would have to be more yards unless one of the running backs gets it done. And I'm, I'm not in love with them either. So I'll go over also on Rodgers. Well, I mean, they've, they've scored 27-21 in the last two games with him throwing 209 yards and 235. Yes, so, but, but also not markedly over. Well, so. massive turnovers by teams, and that's the key to to their scoring. I mean, Denver Fair last enough. week on their own five and on their own fifteen, giving the ball to uh, to Green Bay. So, uh, Miles Sanders, one of my, uh, if I had a birthday, I'd be wishing for him to do something tonight. <laughs> Miles Sanders rushing yards forty four and a half. <laughs> God, over oh my under. God, kill me now, kill me now, Mish. I'm um, probably going under, man. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go under too. They finally yeah. cracked 50 last week, but I don't Woo-hoo. think Doug Peterson cares. Woohoo! Yay! Let's go under. God, I mean, worst. I hope people learn their lesson from the preseason, man. I mean, all these stories. Oh, Miles Sanders is the best running back on the field, and will be the featured back. Like it's all. You know what that was? That was also everybody saying, "Hey." Maybe just maybe it wasn't Doug Peterson. Maybe we need to give him the benefit of the doubt. If you give him a talent worthy of playing that he'll play said talent. And that was some logic blocks that people put together and made a little logic Lego house. And now um, Doug Peterson just stepped on your Lego house. He just crushed it. Maybe uh, uh, Sproles plays, right? Everybody plays. Sproles on plays, Philly, Sproles right? plays. Yeah, a, Sproles yeah. On Philly. yeah, they yeah all play. he plays. It's a disaster. It's a hot mess. Aaron Jones, also very low, 46 and a half over under. Oh, over. 
absolutely over in this one. He had 19 yards rushing last week. That is not going to happen again. Sorry. Um, uh, no, absolutely not. This is an easy over. Take this to the bank. Mm. Ooh, I don't know about that. Take it to the uh, bank. To the bank. All right. I'll just, I'll just go with yours there and I'll pass. Uh, Zach Ertz <laughs> re- receiving <laughs> yards. This has got to go over this. Right? Over. 66 this is and a half. crazy. I thought this number would be like 78 or something. Didn't it you? feels low. Yeah, it feels low here. Yeah, I guess, I guess because low. the receivers are back or Jeffrey. I don't back. care. He's still Zach Ertz. He's still his favorite target. I don't I don't get this number at all. Feels like I'll, I'll go over on this one, too. Uh, Devontae Adams, 88 and a half <sighs> under uh, just under. But I think he has touched. People will like, be breaking remotes tonight if he goes under 88. <sighs> I know. I know. But I'm not saying like it's not going to be 40, but. I think it's going to be like 80. I'm just putting that out there because I do think they're committed to the running the football. I really do. I think he's going to have a better fantasy night. He's going to have like 80 in a touchdown and he'll he's have more. He's got to score tonight. Yeah, he's got to score. Tonight. He's got to score tonight. That's this just, is a look, bad Philly deal. I'm going over this. They, they got a really. Is there a team in the NFL? I don't study it that hard. I mean, Arizona would seem to have the worst secondary in the NFL, but does is Philly second? Like, are they like they're in the bottom check five? The PFF right? grades off the top of my head. I it don't feels know like they're bottom five though. They're right? definitely bottom five. There's no way they're not bottom five so far. And, and by the way, we is it fair to say that Philly is the best team that has the worst secondary among all the teams in the NFL? Like they're is a the good team, team with that a terrible has the worst secondary. Okay, that's a good but question. I'm to no, say, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I got yeah, what you're yeah. saying. I'm smart. I'm smart. I can do things, is Mike. Kansas City second is Kansas City secondary. I was going to say Kansas City was the one that pops into my mind, but you know that the see the tricky thing there is it's tough to get a gauge because they end up getting up by so much that teams consistently throw on them. So what happens is they get a lot more cumulative yardage, just because teams are they're just playing prevent a lot. Like they're just like they're just pulling back, trying to bend, not break. They're not really playing press coverage. They're not doing a lot of that kind of stuff. So I think mm-hmm. that that is going to be true statistically i am not sure i haven't gotten to watch a kansas city game yet this year start to finish okay so i want to watch a second half of a kansas city game and see what happens there that's that's more telling than the numbers i think from that one okay now the first touchdown to score i'll give you some options maybe you have somebody different you can uh, click the link there and, and tell me if you like somebody else but these are all of the favorite options or the most likely ones first touchdown to score in the game uh zach Ertz is plus 850 so this is basically eight and a half to one Aaron Jones of the Packers is six to one. Devontae Adams about six and a half to one. Valdez Scantling is nine to one. And both Jeffrey and Aguilar are 10 to one. And so is there anyone outside the box here that you would be thinking, but you're at, you're at the FanDuel Sportsbook in New Jersey tonight, Joe, and you have, let's be honest, $10. I'm, I would never yeah. make money on something like this. 10 bucks on Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is the is the name. That was why not name. ten bucks is, on Jamal Williams. What is his? What are his odds? Do you have that or no? Uh, I I don't, but I'm assuming they're huge. Um, <laughs> right, me, he's not on your that. list of top ones. I'll I'll go. I'll pull him up there. I didn't have it up because I figured once you got to a thousand, they were more. <laughs> I think it's 15, I think it's fifteen. But let me let me just double check here. Okay, I have it. Uh, Jamal was thirteen to one. Not huge. Oh, not as big as I thought it would be. So yeah, I mean, if I guess you Jordan want to Howard bigger. thirteen to one. Jimmy Graham is that guy alive? Jimmy Graham thirteen to one. <laughs> if he's alive, no one. Has he done anything this year? I haven't heard yeah, his name once. So Mac Collins, who's that? Fourteen to one. Uh, Geronimo Allison, thirteen to one. Goddard, yeah, twenty nine. Arciaga Whiteside, forty nine. No, that's that's a that's a real shot in the dark. Marcy no, I think you take Lewis? your thirteen to one and you go out and then you pay for your your bar tab that night. 
You pay for dinner and a bar tab for your buddies. Yeah, that's the only thing that I would. I would yeah. take a deep shot here with ten dollars. Ten bucks and Jamal Williams. Boom! There you go. Drinks on me. There you go. You heard it from Joe. Get the good apps. What's what's Those your favorite? Crap. Are you like a mixed drink guy when you go out? Like, what do you what do you dabble in? Uh, I am. I'm a wine snob. So that's that's true. I, my What's cousin introduced wine? me to wines. Um, there's a, a Tosca Chianti. That's my favorite that I will be drinking tonight. We're going to uh, oh. a fun Italian place tonight with the family, which will be oh, nice. nice. Um, What's the, is, do you want to give away the name of it? Is it a good spot? Uh, it's called Ama in Hillsborough. So uh, they make their own cheese, their own gelato there. The oh, whole thing. So Fresh mozz- oh, it's going to be beautiful. Hey, you going? Uh, I mean, the, the guy who runs it is uh, Italian, Italian, like from this the old is country. Very shocking. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, it's funny, like. I'm not a giant beer guy. Like I like to drink beer like everybody else, but I would say I'm more of a mixed drink guy, more of an old fashioned kind of fellow if I'm out uh, having cocktails. So how about you? What's your what's your I'm not uh, a big drinker at all, but and so uh, Yeah, like I've been be out with you at bars and I never like feel like you are I'm not. Right? I'm really not. I'm not a big drink. You know what it is, is that for some reason my my uh my intake, it's not that I can't drink, but I suffer sometimes from migraines. Oh, uh, it's a bad and, combination. And the yeah. thought of a hangover to me is, no, is like bad. is like a death knell. Like it's bad. It's, I like the I like the Johnny Walker black too. I I will say Johnny yeah. Walker black straight neat. There you go. Maybe in the summertime you could put it on the rocks, but other than that, yeah, like a whiskey guy, whiskey wine. Not like it was, you know, every fantasy nerd analyst is an IPA guy. I freaking hate IPAs. Okay, I'll say it. I don't care. They all taste like oh, the beer went bad to me. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. Don't get it at all. I'm not all that right. guy. All you right, know what I'm talking about, right? No, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, I know. Yeah, beer no. snobs, all of them. Yeah, like I'm a ball game and a beer guy, and like I'm a social drinker, but I'm a ball game and a helmet Sunday guy. Give me the helmet <laughs> Sunday. That's all I want. You I know, have a whole the, collection the, of helmet Sunday <laughs> at the Marlins Park. There's I I tweet this out a lot, but they have a soft serve ice cream machine in the media. So that's that's my Ooh, thing. yeah, yeah buddy, a dinner see? and then around. Well, listen, I'm watching a Marlins game, Joe. You got to have ice cream there. <laughs> you got to do something. Dude. Yeah, you got to kill something. Saved me there. I don't even have a chance that the season's over. There's no more home games. So I don't yeah, even you have do, you're, uh, I'm going to guess you're a twist guy. You like a little of both. Uh, uh, sometimes it just depends. What I like to do is they also have, uh, cookies and M&Ms. So what I'll do is I'll take the cup, I'll put the cookie or the M&Ms in first, and then I'll put the ice cream on top of that in the cup. Nah, um, so you get like I, a rainbow at the bottom. I'm of the no M&M. rookie. I am no rookie. You are, you are serious. No, you know, a real baseball fan by the way they choose to helmet Sunday and you, my friend are the real deal. There, See, it there is. you go. That's the way helmet Sundays. There you go. We got Exit Velocity coming up next. Adam Ronis and Dr. Roto on full-time fantasy immediately after that. And then uh, make sure you catch Sean's TV show over on Zumo TV at 4 o'clock Eastern. It's great. I've seen it. It's terrific. Well, there you go. The endorsement from Joe. There it is. I, I, I think I may be on that today, as a matter of fact. I'm not, I think Sean, like, half-texted me. Can you come on? I think I said yes, and then I don't think I got a follow-up there. So you may see me today, or you may not. If not... I'll be at my school picking up my kids. Catch me there. Live. <laughs> we'll be right back with some exit velocity after this. Episode. This is Mike. 
Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now, my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your your great idea. Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad, and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. 800 That's 800-804-7060. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. And welcome back. This is it for Fantasy Sports Today on this Thursday, but we would never let you go without leaving the show with a little exit velocity. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! Exit velocity. Nice velocity. And my exit velocity topic today is as we leave the regular season of Major League Baseball and we get into the postseason, we talked about it earlier in the show in case you missed it. Unlike Joe, I am a little petrified of this news that Rob Manfred is talking about potentially altering the baseball to bring it back to what it was a couple of years ago. 
Now, I'm not petrified because I'm okay with it. I am okay with guys not hitting 50 but hitting 30 instead. I'm okay with 20 dudes not hitting 40 or 50 home runs in a season. But what I'm not okay with is not knowing. And that is very hard to project when you're going into a fantasy baseball season where all of the pitcher's numbers start to come back to where they were in 2018. That could be a problem trying to project who was what and who was doing what. Now, that was a failure on my part this year. I ended up with Ronald Acuna Jr. and Jacob DeGrom in my NL Tat Wars. How did I not win that league? Why? Because I didn't prepare the rest of my team. I thought pitching was enough. I thought Flaherty and DeGrom was enough. And having Ronald Acuna and JT Romuto was enough. That wasn't even close to being the case, and I'm not going to win or even come close. So hopefully we get some clarity on this in the winter meetings because I'll be there asking those questions and try and help you win your fantasy baseball league next year. That will do it for the show. Thanks again to John Lobb for coming on the program and also for our producer, Sean Guastamacchia. Thanks again to my co-host, Joe Pizzapia, who's here with me from Monday through Thursday. Coming up tomorrow, Brad Ziegler will be on the show along with CBS Sports' Jamie Eisenberg. I hope you guys enjoy the NFL game and the college football game tonight. We'll be back with you right here tomorrow at noon Eastern for another edition of Fantasy Sports Today. For Joe, I'm Craig. Full-time fantasy is next. Have a great day, everybody. See you.